Well, greetings, entrepreneurs. My name is Michelle Raleigh, aka The Savvypreneur, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Savvypreneur Podcast. Now, in today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about changing your mindset to grow a successful business. So if this is something that you're interested in, please continue to listen. why your mindset is so important when it comes to your business. So before I really jump into the meat and potatoes of this podcast, I'm going to kind of give you a background on what limiting beliefs are or thoughts are. So this way you can kind of get a real good definition of it. So this way, when you are operating within this type of mindset, you can identify it so you can change it. So the definition of it is limiting limiting beliefs are thoughts. Their thoughts, their convictions, or they can also be opinions that you believe to be absolute truths that hold you back or me back in some shape or form. So even though things may not be true, but you hold it as truth. So we're going to get into a list of some some limiting beliefs that sometimes we can believe about ourselves. And the reason why this is so important, because maybe up until this point, you've just been going through life. You've just been, you know, doing jobs and at this job, at that job. So you come to the conclusion that you want to just go ahead and take the entrepreneur route, or maybe you've already been an entrepreneur and just using it as a little, you know, side hustle to your nine to five job. But the thing about it, is when you say, I want to just go into my business full time. I just want to just go ahead and get started. So there are some limiting beliefs that may pop up that you may not have been aware of. And sometimes we're operating within this mindset in our whole lives, but it becomes more evident, especially when we get into our business, because sometimes we get stuck in an area of our business, but we don't understand it's coming from that definition. It's coming from that thought. It's coming from a conviction or it's coming from an opinion that you believe as truth. So we want to break those things that are not truth in our lives. We want to break those things that are showing up as as false evidence. And we want to make sure that we are replacing it with something that we know to be fact and to be true. Right. So let me just give you a list of some of the limiting beliefs that you may be operating in. Right. So the first thing you can basically may say is, well, I don't have any resources our friends that this other entrepreneur, for instance, you may be looking at social media, you may be looking at influencers, maybe business coaches, maybe health coaches, and you're just seeing them, they have this big following. It looks like every time they put out a video or post, they're getting just tremendous feedback. And it's like whenever they put up a product or something to sell, maybe even before they even put that product out to market, they already have an audience for it. And you're looking maybe coming into entrepreneurship day one as, wow, this person is so, you know, lucky. Look at, look at all the feedback they have. Look, they have thousands of followers. Every time they put out any type of content or maybe even something that they are offering, whether it's a course or a coaching program or it's a book or whatever that is, they are always getting sales. And you take that to mean that you're not worthy enough or you're not good enough to amass that same type of success in your business. And that is something that is a conviction 
or does an opinion that you believe about yourself and in no way, shape or form, do you have evidence to prove that that's true? Because if you look at when this person started in their business, sometimes we always see on social media is people highlight reels. We only see the part of their lives that they want to show. We only see the part of their lives that I would say is polished, the part of their lives where they their experience has now kicked in because they have gained wisdom, they have gained insight into the things that they failed in previous years that they're probably not even showing or maybe have not shown. So you're looking at the success of someone who has went through multiple mistakes, multiple failures, but they've learned through that how to now you know, relate to their audience. They understand what their audience wants and needs from them. So it's showing up as success, but they had to put in the work of getting through whatever whatever situations that arose in their lives and making the best out of it so they could be in this position that they are in at this point in their lives. So you may come up and you're like looking at it as though this is something that just happened overnight when if they go back or you go back and look at maybe their videos two or three years prior or maybe an interview that they did when they were just giving insight when they first started out and the things that they were saying, maybe they went through depression, maybe they went through a divorce, maybe they went through a health issue. But unless you know that, what you will see on social media, again, is someone's highlight reel of the success that they are now experiencing, but you have not seen that based on, you know, what they went through to get where they are. So let me give you another, um, uh, what I would say, key point. So you will say, oh, well, I don't have any money to get started. No one supports me. Maybe I put out posts, I put out content, you know, maybe I put out a video here and there, but I'm still not getting any feedback. I'm just really hearing crickets. Maybe I may get one or two likes, but, you know, maybe I'm not cut out for entrepreneurship. Maybe this is not for me because it seems so hard to grow my business. And the thing about business is this is what I say to all entrepreneurs, what is your mission? The mission is so important. Why is that? Because the mission, the, that mission will carry you through to you get to that place that you want to be. For instance, and I'm just gonna take this as an example, like a doctor. He, maybe this man or woman wanted to be a doctor maybe when they were a little boy, a little girl, let's say, oh, I just want to help people. I want to be a doctor when I grow up. But in order to get that degree or to get that expertise, they had to go through grueling hours of going to school. They had to study. They had to stay up long nights, even if they had maybe a, a job while they were going to school and maybe having to do that internship. There was a lot of things that they had to go through in that process of becoming doctor. Okay, I'm sure it was sleepless nights. I'm sure it was cramming for tests. All of that went into that. But what you see, especially when you go to the doctor, is now they're in an office or they, their own office. They have a staff. So now they're working, but you don't know what they had to go through to get to where they are. So you have to understand that everyone's journey is different and your journey is just as unique as you are, and you cannot allow those limiting beliefs to tell you that you're not good enough. You cannot allow what you see another person excelling in or succeeding in to stop you to say, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy of success. I don't have what they have in place. I'm sure when 
when any entrepreneur started out, they didn't have a following. We all started at zero, unless it was maybe some family members that followed you or some friends that followed you. But ultimately, we all started at zero. So when you look at it from that standpoint, that vantage point, you as that entrepreneur have to put in the work, meaning you have to already say to yourself that this is what I want. This is what I desire. This is what my passion and my mission is. If your mission Whatever it is that you do in business is whether it is your real estate agent to help people to get into their dream home for them to whatever that vision is that they have for their lives. You as that realtor, if that's a passion of yours, then you are going to eat and sleep that until you get to the place where you want to be in your career or in your business to basically say, I'm feeling this fulfills me. So when you're first starting out, of course, you're not going to feel that fulfillment yet because you're in it day one. You're in it at the stage, just like a newborn baby. You have not learned to walk yet. You don't know all of the different roadblocks that can kind of try to take you off course. But if it is your mission to do this business, then whatever it is that you have to go through, you will endure it because you know that whatever else is out there is not an option for you. Yeah, you may take on a part-time job. You may still be working a full-time job and still doing this business on the side because you know this is your passion. This is what fuels you. And this is what you just want to do. So you are going to go through that, what I would say, that part of your life of paying dues to get where you want to be. So don't, you can also say, let me say the next one on my um, list is, you can say, well, I don't have enough time, experience, resources to pursue my passion. Well, when I started in this space at first, and, and I will tell you, I was all over the place. I didn't know where to start. You know, I would find different coaches and based on what they're, now listen very carefully. I really want you to catch this. Based on what their plan was or their marketing plan to grow their business, they can basically tell you, well, you need this. If you're not serious about your business, then, you know, what are you doing? But in my, what I would say in my ignorance, I'm saying, oh, well, I'm serious about my business, but maybe I didn't have the money to invest at that time. Maybe I didn't have the resources to invest at that time. So sometimes that formal marketing will cause you to feel as though, well, you know, I'm missing out on something. But what I had to learn, and formal marketing just means the fear of missing out. A lot of coaches do this. I'm not one of them. I don't subscribe to that type of marketing, but it is where they will basically tell you that if you don't buy their program, if you don't uh, go to their workshop, their mastermind, their conference, then you're not serious about your business. And what I would say to you as an entrepreneur is that you have to determine what areas of your business where you struggle. If it is struggling with marketing, if it is struggling with creating content, if it is struggling with um, finding who your target audience is, then those are the three things that you have identified that you're having a problem with. And that is what you seek out help in those areas. But don't just jump on something because someone told you if you don't get this, then you're not serious about your business. You as an entrepreneur have to determine where you are in your business. 
And I always say this to, to entrepreneurs all the time. When you're first starting out, the first thing you need to start doing is creating content to build an email list. That is going to be such an, a valuable, valuable component of your business. Because if you do have a product or service to offer someone, who's going to buy it if you don't have anyone on your list to basically offer that, that product or service to? Who are you going to sell that to if you have no one on your list that, that you have engaged with? So these are all mindsets that we as entrepreneurs have to break. And sometimes, you know, even us that have been in it for a minute, we still sometimes have limiting beliefs, but we have learned through trial and error that, you know, okay, this is just, you know, that fear kicking in, but let me just overcome it by knowing absolutely what the truth is right now in my life. So I want to go to another key point. The key point that I want to go to is how those limiting beliefs started. Like where did those limiting beliefs come from? And sometimes it may have come from maybe how you were raised, maybe things that were instilled in you as a child. If you grew up and you were in a difficult household where it was just drama, where it was always problems, where it was maybe even a shortage of money. So to you, having money or not having enough money to you meant that it put you in this place of anxiety. It made you fearful, especially as an adult now, if you could not determine, well, how I'm going to pay my rent next month, how I'm going to get food on the table, how I'm going to pay for my, my children's clothes if you have children. So money means something different to you than it may mean to that next entrepreneur who may have grown up in a home where they had the finances, they had the resources. So their limiting beliefs may be different from yours because around money, you see money as, okay, it's so hard for me to get it. And then the more that we try to strain and stress to get it, it seems like the more intense that anxiety builds up because it's like, you know, what, what am I doing wrong? And the whole thing of it is like, you're not doing nothing wrong. It's just the things that you have grown up and you started believing as truths about yourself and around certain things in your life. And I'm going to even break it down a little bit more because sometimes things that shape our thought life can also be authority figures. And that could have been a teacher. Maybe there was a teacher in your life who just basically didn't like you for some reason. They basically always talked down on you. They made you believe that you were stupid, that you couldn't learn, that you had some type of learning disability. And they just basically just drilled that in to the point where now you grew up with this type of mindset that you are not worthy, that, you know, you have to struggle in order to make something happen. And you took that as an absolute. You took that as a truth when it had nothing to do with you, but it was all on the person who was teaching you that they didn't know how to articulate or to teach you based on the way that you learn. We all learn differently. And I don't think, you know, even though we have different classes for within schools that have that cater to those who have, you know, disabilities when it comes to, re to reading or writing or even articulating certain things from the text. But to me, that's just the way that that person learns. They, they learn in a unique way. And I think that this traditional model of learning that we all have to learn one way does a disservice to us when we become adults because everybody is not built that way. 
Everybody is not built that way. So you have to take that uniqueness that is within you. If you're a visual person who you get more, you take in more from when you see certain things, then that is the way you learn. And you don't go against that. You seek out how it is that you're able to grasp information and you make sure that you are applying that information once you receive it. Now, the detriment of taking in information and just taking in information after information, but not taking what you've already assessed and now applying that before you take in more inf information. You don't want to overload yourself with information, but you want to make sure that you are applying the information that you received. So a lot of our mindsets have come from... It, it, your mindset could even come from your friends. Maybe you were around a group of friends who just had this, maybe maybe you are just this soft-spoken person. Maybe you don't have that dominant personality. Maybe you kind of like a, of an introvert where you just are comfortable in your own space. But as an entrepreneur, you have to step out of that. You have to step out of the box because in the day that we're living in, especially in social media, people want to see the person behind the brand. They want to see who is who is the owner of the company. They want to know like how like what what type of person you are, not just to sell them something or offer them something, but like what type of person like how do we connect? Do we connect on um, a level of where you love to do community work. You love to do charity. Maybe you're a cat lover or a dog lover or maybe certain things that you have in common. But if you never share that with your audience, then how would they know what type of person you are? They would just look at you as, oh, well, this person, they're just in business to make money. They never share anything. And I'm not saying you have to go deep dive personal with somebody. But what I'm saying is they want to see the authenticity, and I probably said that wrong, authentic person that you are because so many people come across online as authentic. But once you do business with them or you're in business with them, now you see that their character is not the character that they first displayed. So with that mindset, with, with, with the mindset that, you know, when you come into your business and you're looking at it from the standpoint of, I don't have enough, you know, I can't make money the way that next entrepreneur makes money. Um, I can't grow my business to six figures or seven figures. You know, I'm a woman. I'm too short. I'm too fat. I'm the, I'm the wrong shade. Whatever that is, all of those are truths that you hold to be true. Who told you that you have to accept what someone said to you that limits you in your life? Who told you that? And here's a little exercise that you can do. Why don't you start, just get a piece of paper. I love to journal. I think I have a, a journal book around here somewhere. But what, what I would suggest that you do is start writing down some, some beliefs or limiting beliefs that you notice that you're operating in. And let me kind of just give you the rundown of some more. You can say, I'm not smart enough. I'm not talented enough. I can never open up my own business. I don't know enough to um, start a business. I don't have time to, um, you know, to start a business. I don't have the experience. I'm going to fail. And the thing about entrepreneurship is you learn from your mistakes. Let no one tell you that they have a course, the membership, the mastermind, that's going to give you the key to unlock everything that you need in your business. Because if they tell you that, they are lying to you. 
And the reason why I say that, and I can make such a bold statement, is because everyone approaches their business with different resources, with a different mindset, okay? So you have to understand that anything that you want to do in your business, it lies within you. As you are building your business, you're going to learn what works and what doesn't work. Because why? After it doesn't work for a certain period of time, you're either going to want give up or two, you're going to find another way. Or you're going to, going to seek out that information that say, why is this not working this way? And that is the best teacher when you go through your business and understand, well, what am I doing that is showing me that I have a limiting belief? One could be not showing up on camera. Because someone told you you were ugly. Someone told you, oh, your hair doesn't look right like that. Or someone told you, oh, you gained too much weight. You can't go on camera looking like that. Who told you that? And why do you believe that? So you have to show up as authentically as you, because that is going to come across to your followers. And as you continue to do it, then it's going to get easier and easier. When I was in that space of doing all this busy work, meaning putting all this posts on social media, just doing what I was thought I was doing was right. But the thing that I didn't have in place, I didn't have a plan in place. The thing I didn't have in place was the not only just a plan, but to but to say to myself, it doesn't matter how many subscribers subscribe to this entrepreneur over here, maybe somebody I was following. It doesn't matter how many people who just joined their email list. It doesn't matter how many people they just got to go to their conference. What matters, what matters to me right now is, am I showing up for my audience? Am I putting out the best content that I know that they can get a solution from, whether free or paid? Am I being authentic with my followers when I am burnt out, when I can't show up? Am I taking that break and not feeling guilty for taking it because I know that I can only show up as my best self when I am rested and I am you know, relaxed? So as an entrepreneur, you have to make that commitment to you first before you can make it to those who follow you or who come to do business with you. You have to understand that everything lies within you, that it's nothing that is on the outside of you. Yes, we can get encouragement from other people. We can listen to different things that are going to encourage us. But ultimately, if you say that this is a business that you want to do, you love it, you're not just in it for the money, because we know that everybody's in business to make money, that's just the common denominator. But there has to be more than just the money that is driving you. Because when if you're just getting into a business just to make money, but you don't have the passion for it, it will come across in how you deal with customers when there's an issue, it will come across when now someone needs to reach out to you because there's a problem, because you're not going to want to deal with that because all you wanted was the money. So you're not going to want to deal with the back end stuff. So this is why your mission is so important. I'm going to get back to that, that exercise. Your mission is so important because the mission is what continues to keep you. The mission continues to drive you even in the place where you don't, don't see the money yet, even in the place where you don't have the clients yet, even in the place where you have still are trying to build that email list. The mission is going to continue to keep you because you know that at some point you continue to show up. Someone who's watching you 
who may not be saying they're watching you is looking at your consistency. They're looking at what it is that you put out there. And as you continue to start believing in yourself and taking those limiting beliefs that you believed as absolute truths and basically knocking each one of them down, that every time you hit a milestone in your business, celebrate it. Don't look at one. It was one uh, video I was looking at as, as an entrepreneur, and this was a very successful entrepreneur. And someone said to him, he put on this big conference. I mean, the feedback was tremendous. I mean, the, 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 the guests that they had to come out were just really popular guests, maybe even some celebrities. And so the person who was interviewing him said, you know, so how do you feel like, you know, I mean, this was such an successful, successful event. So, you know, what are you feeling now? What is, what is going through your mind now? And what they said is they weren't thinking about that. They were thinking about the next thing. Now I know as, as entrepreneurs, sometimes we are visionaries and we are looking at the vision, but you as an entrepreneur have to take time and you have to celebrate and just marinate in that moment that you were able to create a successful experience for other entrepreneurs. You are able to help someone who was stuck. You were able to help someone who felt like giving up. You were able to help someone to overcome something, but to be in a space where, okay, in my mind, this is already over. So I'm on to the next thing. And I'm not saying don't be a visionary, don't you know forecast and look at all those other things, but I'm saying that you have to learn to take those moments in because sometimes they're few and far between. So you wanna make sure that you are taking those moments and you are marinating in that and, and being grateful for the experiences that have, have come out of that. So even sometimes successful entrepreneurs they may not have limiting beliefs, but sometimes they don't know how to relax. Sometimes they are so big on the next thing, the next thing, the next thing, that they don't know how to sit in and celebrate the moment that has just happened in their lives that could have been a big milestone. So there are so many things around entrepreneurship and learning about yourself as a leader, as a business owner, entrepreneur, that you have to just basically it's not a race. The only person you're in a race with is yourself. You're not in a race with the next entrepreneur. I don't even care if they're in the same industry as you. You are basically in business because you said, this is something that I love. This is something that I want to do. Whatever your reasons, whether it is because you want to be at home with your children, whether it is you want to just travel and enjoy life and not be stuck at somebody's desk, you know, every day, Monday through Friday, that you wanted to live a lifestyle that gave you freedom, freedom of uh, financial freedom, as well as freedom to travel and freedom to be with your children and do it, whatever it is that you want to do. So you have to now take that paper and you have to list what other things that are holding you back from really going forward in your business. Are you not showing up? Are, are, are there uh, procrastination issues? Is there consistency? You're not consistent in putting out the, the content. 
maybe you're scattered, you don't have a good organizational plan in your system, you're not, you don't have your business structured in a way that you can basically take that process and it's a repeatable process. So you have to identify what are the things that are holding you back from getting to the goals that you want to achieve in your life as well as your business. And once you do that, then you will start breaking down those false beliefs that you hold true at one point in your life. So the solution that I would give you before I end this podcast is start to follow those who you admire, those who are on a level maybe that you want to be on. And I'm not saying you have to take everything from them, but take the parts that inspire you. Take the parts that you admire. And another thing is look at who they're following. One thing that I am learning is that those who are on a level where you aspire to be, they they are in a space where they are among like like-minded people. So they don't come down on a low vibrational level. They are up here because they surround themselves with people who are talking a different type of language. And if you choose to aspire to that, then you want to start following those people. You want to start reading certain books. You want to start joining certain groups, listening to certain podcasts that's going to bring you into that mindset. So this way you won't even speak out of your mouth things that are not in alignment with where you want to go in your business. So I hope that this helps you. My name is Michelle Raleigh, aka The Savvypreneur. You can follow me on Instagram at Savvy underscore Preneur. You can also visit my website at michellecraleigh.com. That's spelled M-I-C-H-E-L-E-C as in cat, R-I-L-E-Y.com. And there you have blog posts, you have tutorials, you have podcasts, and so much more there to help you to grow your business. So I hope that this episode has helped you. Please leave some comments and let me know how you like it. And please share it with others who may need this information. So have a great day and I will be with you on the next podcast for Savvypreneurs.